What's up, guys? Ruben Prime here, and you are listening to the Ruben Prime TV podcast. Little, little bit energetic, a little bit fired up, I guess, because it's the weekend. It is November 22nd, 2019. So, yeah, I'm a little pumped up, a little excited. Uh, just, you know, going in head first, balls deep. Uh, we got to put a little lube. You know, we got to take care of that friction. Because uh, you go in with no lube, it's uh, it's going to be pretty much uh, painful and very difficult. So, got to go with the lube. Got to go with the lube. So, I want to thank you guys for listening and to whenever I upload content onto the podcast stream universe uh, that is uh, the Room Prime TV podcast and we have lots to talk about but before I do ooh, you know we gotta get the shout outs out of the way and talk about something that happened yesterday right on my doorstep I want to thank and give shout-outs to, of course, uh, the Former Boys Podcast. I want to give them a shout-out. Uh, they've been always shouting me out every episode they do, and they have some good content. It's, uh, it is in the sports variety. They're more of a, a sports podcast. They dabble into a little bit of... Uh, of the hilarity of pop culture and just relationships, you know, current events. And it's a really good lesson. I think you would enjoy it. So check them out. Uh, FMB podcast, Former Boys podcast. Definitely check them out. You will not be disappointed. I guarantee it. I promise. So after you listen to this, go listen to them. Also, I want to give a shout out to Ron himself, uh, Agent Neil. Uh, give a lot of love to those guys. Uh, you heard them on here plenty of times, and I'll try to get them back on to do a roundtable. It's been hard, especially with the holidays coming up. As you know, we're a week away from Thanksgiving. So once Thanksgiving you know, starts up, we're on the holiday mode, baby. We're on the holiday season. So, it's going to be kind of hectic. But I'm going to try to get them. If not, 
next month, then maybe uh, ring in the new year with them. You know, try to get some things going. It's going to be a pretty crazy next couple of weeks. And then when New Year's, oh, man, like I I love this time of year. But at the same time, it's uh, it's pretty hectic. It's pretty uh, uh, chaotic, which I, I like. So it's like a picture of war zone, but with Christmas lights and and cold weather and uh, hot chocolate lattes, you know. So picture that. But, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to those guys. Uh, uh, they've been supporting me in my venture, in my vision, <laughs> inside joke of my, my vision for this. And, you know, at times we we have setbacks, we have our our doubts, our insecurities, but, you know, your homeboys, your friends, your amigos, your compadres, they lift you up. They will prop you up. When you when you're feeling down, and they will give you a swift kick in, in the ass because sometimes we need that tough love, that little dose of reality. So, you know, I want to thank those guys uh, very much. And you know, I had to talk with Ron himself uh, last night. Uh, so yeah, like Ron, because you will listen to this or else. But <laughs> but uh, you know thanks from like you you know this is why I've known this this dude for a long time he's uh, one of the oldest friends I've, I've had and that's for a reason you know people don't don't just come in your life like that they don't stay in your life like that if, if they don't have a, a purpose or meaning so you know and also you know, shout outs to everyone that I that I know and met down the way, because everyone is important. Everyone that comes uh, into your life in some form of fashion, they're there to teach you a lesson. They're there to, uh, to help you grow in advance. So, with that being said, oh, and of course, uh, uh, HSC podcast, the Strong Style. Hardcore Strong Style Coalition podcast. It, it, it's been a while. I, I apologize, but a shout outs to uh, Heracles and uh, Cosmic Kaiser. And he had a, a really uh, eventful weekend uh, this past weekend with Anime NYC with uh, uh, Strega. He had a part in in this uh, indie film. So please check it out. I will have everything that I'm talking about in the show notes, annotations, drop-down menu, whatever you want to call it, of this podcast. So you're going to be like, what? What, is th- what What the hell is he talking about? I don't worry, I got you guys. So, my lot of time if you know, want to, if you didn't want to hear me ramble more but so yesterday two in the afternoon I was getting ready to get my you know get recording get everything set up and I was like okay you know it's it's my first one of my first days off so I can essentially have you know just just have time to relax take a breather and 
get my podcast going. So that way I can have an extra extra time, you know, to myself, but no biggie. And then I hear a, lo- a loud bang. And I just see, like, I have my window, I have my window, um, you know, my, my blinds, curtains, shades, whatever you want to call them, open. Got up, and I saw a tire rolling down my block. And I looked towards my right, you know, outside the window, and there's a car wrapped up on a utility pole. And... I see the, the car smoking. So I rush downstairs and first thing I see is the the occupants in that car that that's uh, to the right of me on my block. They were getting all this shit. They were getting all their bags and their belongings and they were uh, leaving. They were trying to flee the scene. And you know, they were literally trying to just up and leave and it's like first of all you you were in an accident so you can't leave the scene because then it will it will seem like you're were at fault you you know they say don't run for the cops because if you do you look guilty if you're not guilty don't run because you're just going to make it hard on yourself and plus uh you already done your cardio so no no need to no need to uh uh, you know, burn yourself out even further. No need for that. So they were, they were all, it was like five people in the car, so that's like red flag number one. And they were getting all their bags, all their belongings, and they were trying to, you know, dip out of the scene. They were trying to flee, uh, flee the scene. And I'm over here, you know, just looking. I'm, I'm on my on my front porch, and just looking at this, and car smoking, cars totaled, uh, all the airbags are deployed because uh, there were um, uh, airbags all over. So that's why they're, they're sur- you know they survived the crash. It wasn't um, anything fatal, but they were banged up obviously because then, well, that was going on, and you know it's just a lot of moving parts in, in the story. So then the, my little brother tells me, hey. Uh, uh, you know, look to your left, there's another car, and then that car, that wheel that I mentioned in the, uh, you know, the beginning of my story, that was rolling down uh, my block, it belonged to that car, and the, and the rim was taken off, that rolled down, it's, it's still, it's still on my block, uh, you know, a few, like a few houses, like a house down, it's like literally next, it's on uh, my next door's neighbors, um, not on the property, but it's it's near it. And that collision was so hard that that, not only the tire came off, but the, the rim and the, uh, you know, probably axle came off. So that was a really intense collision. And then I look again and there was a third car. So in total, there were five people in the first car that I saw that was to my right. And then the the car with the tire and the axle just being ripped off. Uh, there was, I believe, one person. And then the third car, there was uh, two people. 
one or two people. So in total, there was eight. And immediately there were uh, police got there quick to control the scene. Uh, EMS, uh, FDNY uh, ascended on my block and it was just utter chaos. Of course, people with their phones out. Uh, and it's funny, whenever there's something going on in Citizen, I see really good uh, really good coverage you know, sometimes because you have people that have the camera, they're holding the camera the wrong way or they have it literally upside down and it's like, you can film you're not doing anything illegal you're filming, you're filming the scene just as long as you're aware of your surroundings, there's nothing wrong with filming, just know where you're how you're, how you're holding your phone first of all because, uh, again, the smartphones, we're an age of uh, smartphones and technology, but we don't know how to use them. But, uh, oof. So, this scene was crazy. I'm, I'm over here just surveying the scene, just taking it all in because it's, it's, you know, there were accidents that happened around my neighborhood, but for this to happen literally on my block, that car, the first car went flying. And I just heard a second bang, and that was that car uh, hitting the pole. So then back to the five people that were leaving. So this one girl that was in that in that car, she was a passenger in the first car that I saw that crashed into the telephone pole. She was so frantic, and I thought she was like someone that she knew that was in, in the car was hurt or whatnot. And no, she she wasn't her she she was fine you know from you know the outside but i imagine all of them uh being in an accident they were banged up on the inside but instead of worrying about the fact that she's alive they she was worried about her phone she was worried about her fucking smartphone so this is like oh my god like you just got out of this crazy accident and it's probably you know, I, I get to I get to that later. You're out of this crazy accident. You, you survive miraculously, and you are only worried about your phone. It's like, yep, you can get another phone, unless you're hard on money and that's the only phone you got. But you can get other. You know, that stuff is replaceable. But it's crazy to me that we're so wired. We're so hardwired. Our brains are hardwired. We're, we're just so into our technologies, onto our phones. And instead of worrying about the fact that you're alive, nope, I, I'm panicking, having anxiety attack. My phone is, is, is in the car and it's, you know, the airbags are deployed. The, you know, the cars, you know, the doors are fucking jammed. It's insane. It's fucking insane. So they were trying to leave the scene, and neighbors were were telling them, "Listen, don't don't leave. You know, no one no one got you know fatally injured. So it's okay. Just stay put because they're gonna ask you questions. Of course, the reason why they were leaving is because no, there's most likely were the cause, uh, you know, the one at fault for the accident." 
and they most likely didn't have insurance that they're just running like that. They're literally just gonna take all this shit, bang banged up, mind you, and run down. So it's just it's funny to me how just how and, and and of course like we we saw oh, like why they reacted like that when you're in an accident like that you're delirious you know your your mind your you know your mind is spinning your mind is racing so you're just trying to make sense of everything so when they came to and they realized oh shit like the car is totaled and you know two of the cars are totaled as well you know we gotta dip, we gotta leave the scene is like that makes you look bad. So, you know, when you hear when, you know, our people, you know, Hispanics, blacks, they're like, oh, we got to we can't deal with the cops. We don't want to deal with, with, with law enforcement because they're nothing but bad news. But you're making it worse on yourself because they're going to find out. Eventually, they're going to find out they, they can they can get prints off of the, you know, off of the of the off of the car. They can find out who the car is registered to. And then they could track down who was in the car. So you're just making it harder. And if you're running away, it's going to make it look bad on your part. So, yep, moral of the story is when you're driving out there, I know I got to have some viewers that drive. Or at least have, you know, and or have vehicles. Just be careful out there, guys. When, When you're driving, be aware of your surroundings. Pay attention to the road because... It's not only your lives that that you have to worry about when you're on the road. It's other people's lives. You basically hold not only your lives, your own lives, but other people's lives in your hands when you're driving. And especially, especially in New York, we're very selfish on the road. We just want to cut people off. We want to get uh, change that lane. We want to you know grab that parking spot. We want to. Uh, zip through everybody and then you try to be all macho or you're trying to be uh you know uh, uh you know mr slick willie um you get into an accident just thinking that you can just zip through someone pass through someone you know pass by someone and it's not it's not worth it you know you just gotta be aware of your surroundings you gotta be aware don't don't text obviously don't drink and drive don't text and drive don't have arguments about fucking Popeye's chicken. Don't have arguments about the fucking Joker movie while you're driving. You know, any petty, any petty nonsense. Don't do it. Just focus on the road. When 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 I get to your destination, then you can do all that fucking nonsense. But don't. Because you have your life and other people's lives in their hands when you're on the road. Please. And if you're going to drive, have some fucking common sense. Have a fucking license. Have a have some fucking insurance, please. It's like, God damn it. Like, that, that accident was horrible yesterday. And, you know, with all the commotion, I wasn't able to record. Like, the scene finally got taken care of around 8. So from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m. So I was like, yep, that's, it's definitely not happening. It's it's pretty uh, loud and intense. So, you know, but we're here now. So that, that is the reason why on today of days we are recording uh, the Room Prime TV podcast. But anyways, anyways, long diatribe. 
guys, thank you for putting up. Thank you for putting up. Thank you for listening. So we have a lot to talk about. As uh, as you also know, I've been on. I was on the Juliari show. I was a a guest on his show. Really cool cat. Uh, he's in. He's into wrestling. He's into uh, movies, pop culture, comics, things like that, that nature. And we had a good discussion, mostly wrestling. And we did talk about one of the first topics I want to talk about, which is in length uh, G four. I wanted to talk about the Kickstarter that ended about a week or so ago that was created by Chris Gore. Chris Gore is, well, he was a personality on Attack of the Show. And for those of you who don't know what Attack of the Show is, it is a variety show that aired on G4. And he had people coming up to him, hey, uh, you know, what happened to G4? Like, what, you know, what, like, what went down? We, we want to know. Like, we still love Attack of the Show. We love G4. We love X-Play. We, you know, we want to know from the horse's mouth what went down, what happened. And so that, and that, that inclined, he, that made him want to, uh, do this Kickstarter. So he did, I believe, over the summer, and I just found out about it late last month, so around uh, Halloween time, a little, little after Halloween time. So I didn't have much uh, time to uh, promote this because uh, uh, a friend of mine's, uh, Brian, a.k.a. Silly Uni, he uh, told me about this uh, documentary, uh, you know, the Kickstarter for the documentary. And I was like, "Fuck me! I wish I would have known. I wish I would have known ahead of time." But I donated, uh, you know, a pretty penny. But it was uh, a pretty pity, uh, pretty penny, <laughs> well spent because, you know, I have, uh, uh, you know, Tech TV, but as well as G Four, they have a, a place in my heart as a a lifelong uh, nerd, geek, whatever you want to call me. I love technology, love video games, uh, the less cringy side of uh, uh, pop culture. I love, and I keep saying it again, G4, X-Play, Attack of the Show, uh, Tech TV even, those, those shows, those two networks were ahead of its time. So the fact that people are still, they still support and they still have that admiration for the show and for this network was, it, it was, it was mind blowing. So their goal is, well, it was 25,000. So they're, they were trying to raise 25K by November 13th. And they exceeded that more than double, almost triple. They they raised eighty five thousand one hundred sixty eight dollars. So that's over three hundred percent, I believe. Uh, don't quote me on that. Math is uh, I'm okay at the maths, but 
that's incredible. And out of out of the eighty five thousand or so dollars that were that was uh, pledged, eleven hundred and fourteen backers, including myself, uh, took part of this. So that's a good chunk. And you know there were a lot of people that hey just th- they threw their wallet at at them and hey you you got the money you got that you got that that capital to spend. If you really believe in a project, go for it. I always say this. If you believe in something truly, you will put your money where your mouth is. And I know for myself and the rest of the uh, other 1,113 people that also contribute to this, they put their money where their mouth was. And that's why we have a, a documentary. And the documentary is called Attack of the Dock a retrospective documentary about G4 and Attack of the Show. And, of course, they will mention uh, X-Play and whatnot, but this is mainly focusing on Attack of the Show. So, essentially, like I was mentioning, Chris Gore, he will go to all the Comic-Cons and uh, fuck Comic-Con because they mainly sold out for uh, San Diego Comic-Con for 2020. Uh, the tickets went on sale last weekend, and they're already sold out. So, fuck them. It's the middle finger. And it sucks because I still haven't gone to a Comic-Con event. And I know at San Diego they have the really huge conventions. And it's a shame that it's uh, it's too lopsided where people can't get tickets. And, I'm, and I know not everyone can come in there because... There's so much room to fill. There's so much that uh, uh, a venue can hold, but it just seems that the rules are rigged. But we'll talk about that another time. So, fuck you, Comic-Con. Uh, go to Anime NYC. It's better. You know, they're, they're growing. It's, you know, they're trying, to, they're trying to come up. So, give them support. If you're here in the New York area and you can't go to any of the... Comic-Con events. Go to Anime NYC. They're, they're, making, they're, they're making a return for 2020. So, yeah. Anyways, so Chris Gore was approached uh, by lots of people at San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con. Excuse me. And they were, uh, they approached him and asked him, hey, like, what happened to Attack of the Show? What, you know, what happened? Why did G4 uh, shut down? Things that I, I brought up on on this podcast before on a Table 4 on episode two-parter about the rise and fall of Tech TV and the rise and fall of G4. And I only talked about the, the, the politics. I talked about all of the, the business aspects, all the, the hostile mergers and takeovers and just the the lack of oversight because like I mentioned earlier, this is a this is is lightning in a bottle. You know, they had something and they didn't take advantage of it. They were just essentially old guys that uh were afraid of of uh video games, of pop culture. They were afraid of of what they had. And they wanted to change it and so much so that it just folded. They just uh, the channel imploded and everyone started leaving and that was you know Mark Freddy that was the end when 
Adam Sussel laugh. Well, Olivia Munn laugh. But there were still people faithful to the show. And then when uh, Adam Sussel got fired, yeah. Because he was one of the OGs that was on not only G4, but before the merger on Tech TV. Back, way back in the back in the day of GameSpot TV, then Extended Play and X-Play. And then when Kevin Pereira left, a.k.a. Handsome Squidward, so handsome. And he has a beer, too, so I'm, you know, beer brothers for life. Uh, when he left, Attack the Show was over because he was the, the last, like, bit of glue to hold on to the to the show. And it's it's insane how just those few personalities that held the, the shows, the networks together, they just they flopped. They left, they weren't happy and the show came tumbling down. And and people still go back. I still watch old episodes of X Play, Attack of the Show, even uh a lot of the old tech T V shows. Like uh, the screensavers, the screensavers became Attack of the Show. The screensavers was more a a tech-oriented. Uh, people will call in. The, the show the show will be live, and people will call in, or they will you know mail in their questions on our email about computer problems. And Leo Laporte, shout out to Leo Laporte and uh, Patrick Norton, and then later on uh, Kevin Perr came on the show. He got put on the show. After the murder, I'm, I'm like an encyclopedia. Holy crap! I could just I gotta remember. Hey, uh, you're on a time limit. You can't you can't just go on and on. And you know people can just listen to your previous podcast series. I'll put that in the description as well if you guys want to listen to that. Uh, I actually want to do a revisit and also a review of the Attack of the Dock and. A, they have a podcast. They will be doing a podcast because uh, what they're doing for all the backers, excuse me, for all the backers, they are going to, and right now they're gathering up questions for all the, the people that back the uh, back the, the Kickstarter. They are going to, they're going to answer these questions in the initial podcast and then they're going to start filming uh, start, you know, setting everything up for filming, and then by next year, late next year, the final product will be complete. But if we're able to go out to San Diego Comic Con on July of, of next year, you know, 2020 San Diego Comic Con, you you can be invited. You, know, you are quarterly invited if you are a backer to see a a first screening of the documentary so maybe if i can you know scratch up my pennies and you know go on the corner no don't do that don't do that <laughs> don't do that guys but you know if i can manage to get out there i would you know just to go and, and see the documentary and mingle with the fans and whatnot and talk g4 that'll be a cool thing a cool experience no, I'll definitely be there as a as media, <gasps> but we'll see. It's it's too it's too we're too far ahead. Is anything can happen? So hopefully I can I can uh, be there. But the 
the podcast, like I'm very interested to, to see, uh, well, to hear, uh, you know, if they have video because you know it's also a video podcast, and see and hear uh, a lot of these questions being answered. And I just so many questions, so many questions are that are are being sent. So I definitely got to put my hand in the ring and ask a couple of questions. But hopefully they get answered. And yeah, I'm really excited for this Kickstarter, as you can tell. Like one of the few things I've been excited for this year. Uh, you know, a lot of things, to be honest, ha- haven't excited me. Um, in terms of uh, uh, you know, pop culture and gaming and tech, not not that many things. It's it's like you know, going through the motions. You know, not not this few things, but it's like eh. But this really like. That caught me off guard. I'm really happy that this this is happening, and we're gonna get some answers. Like I told Rome himself, uh, we, we're gonna get the the truth, nothing but the truth. So help us God, because it's about that time. And people say, "Oh, well, we already know what happened," because you know the executives didn't they didn't see the vision that that they had. They, they didn't see the uh, the moral that, that they had with this with this network is like yeah, but we need to hear it from we need to hear from the side of a lot of the, a lot of the hosts the cult the host of you know Attack of the Show, uh, X Play, staff. We need to hear them because it's all is all speculation, and they're not beholden to anybody. They're not. They only beholden to the the backers of this uh, Kickstarter. They're not tied to any company. They're not tied to any corporation. So they don't have. They don't have that that gag order. Since you know G four, you know Comcast, uh, NBC Universal, they're not under them. So they can go ham, and I cannot wait. There's gonna be some juicy, also tender juicy shit I cannot wait because it's going to be a, a tell all expose you know everything's going to get unclothed undressed and full frontal wow that is a uh, hmm, sounds kind of hot but I can't wait for this I really cannot wait for this to go down and man it speaks for itself. Attack of the Dock. Raise eighty five eighty five thousand one hundred and sixty eight bucks. hundred and fourteen backers, including myself. And I cannot wait to to hear uh the podcast and see the film. You know, when it's when it's uh, distributed to, to the backers. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see Kevin, Olivia, uh, Chris Gore, uh, Adam Sussler, Morgan Webb, everyone that everyone that uh, that had a, a part in this network and this show. I cannot wait. And X Play as well. X Play attack of the show with G Four. I cannot wait. Um. I still wish we had like a, a tech TV reunion of some sorts, but I don't know. That's not not gonna happen. But hey, we got we got Twitch. 
we had twit.tv so that that's something for the tech tv fans to you know reminisce but yeah attack of the dock um the the kickstarter campaign is is over but if you want to check it out just go to kickstarter.com slash project slash that chris score slash attack of the show and g4 docu- documentary or just go to kickstarter.com and search attack of the dock and you will find it there. You'll get to uh, to see what what was the you know the campaign about, what is about uh, the synopsis, description, and more information on on where the money is going. Because as well, yeah, fifty percent. I must go go through this quick a little bit. Fifty percent of of the of the money raised is going towards production. So that's production staff, camera, uh, grip, sound equipment, set operations, uh, 30% post-production, editing, coloring, sound design, original score. Speaking of original score, I need me a, a little podcast jingle. Anyone that is into podcast jingling, uh, hit me up. And then 50% goes to Kickstarter. Remember that, like, Kickstarter gets a a little slice of that. And then the last 5% goes for distribution. So distributing uh, the documentary. And since there's, you know, I know me personally, I would love to have a, a hard copy of the documentary, but, you know, there are, uh, there are rewards for, uh, Back in this project, and you'll be able to have a, a digital uh, download of, of the documentary. But I would still love. I'm trust me. I'm I'm going to get this um, hardcover as well. I'm gonna get the hard copy as well. So that's where the budget's going. And then the stretch goals shooting begins. That's that. That was unlocked. Tw- that was the initial goal: twenty-five thousand dollars. Then travel for interviews and Blu-ray release. That's fifty. That's 50 G's. They unlock that. And then Comic-Con and Festival Tour. They unlock that $75,000. Unfortunately, the bonus material and extras for 100 k and footage release, make your own version of the dock, 150 grand. Uh, we didn't get those tiers unlocked, but at least we went over 75 grand. So, hey, take it. I'll take it. That's way more than I expected. And I wish I would have uh, uh, knew about this sooner because I would have most definitely uh, backed this uh, project more than, than what I have. So, yeah. It's uh, ooh, Attack of the Dock, man. For you, G4 heads, Attack of the Show heads, X-Play heads um, that still have know love and admiration for this show for this uh, uh, for this channel there you go we just gotta wait a little longer it's here we just gotta wait we just gotta make sure that you know we get you know things go smoothly and we got this you know this out uh, this comes out in a timely fashion because um, it's dope I'm really I'm really happy about this so yeah attack of the dock Attack of the Dock. 
So there's this thing out here uh, in in the many array of subscription services, uh, many app-based streaming services, web-based streaming services. Disney Plus. Holy shit. On the first day, it surpasses 10 million subscribers on the first day. So you know people were anticipating uh, this release of Disney Plus. And also the app, because there, there's an app for uh, you know Android, iOS, and as well as uh, Fire TV, uh, Apple TV, uh, Chromecast as well. A Roku, like everything, like it's on, it's on everything as as it should be. Uh, on the article by the Burge, I'm gonna read this a little quick. Disney Plus surpassed 10 million subscribers in its first day. The company announced today. The Disney announcements the announcement comes after. Apotopia reported that Disney Plus app has been downloaded more than 3.2 million times. That's despite tech problems that affected the service throughout the day. Mandalorian, the live-action Star Wars show, easily uh, considered the crown jewel of Disney streaming service, saw north of 2 million streams over the first day, according to the familiar people familiar with the matter. That number has more than likely grown due to overnight and secondary viewing. By the end of the day, Disney Plus was also the top app in the App Store, according to Aptopia, launching with the bundle with a bundle ESPN Plus and ad supporter Hulu. Also helped bump up the apps and app stores, according to Aptopia's report. Sources familiar with the matter told The Verge that the bundle also saw a noticeable increase in signups following the launch of Disney Plus. So to put everything into additional context, the analysis pro- the analysts uh, projected that Disney Plus will have anywhere between 10 to 18 million subscribers in its first year. So by this time in 2020, we'll at least have up to 18 million subscribers. That's insane. And it's sad that uh, Stephanie McMahon, and yeah, we're going to put some wrestling into this. Mm, excuse me. Uh, she wanted to surpass Disney, but the WWE Network isn't doing too good. They still have their their core. Let's see how many. I'm doing something on the fly. Let's see. Let's see how many. Yeah, see how many is out. Yep, just shy. 1.949 million and it's, it's basically you can say around 8.6 8.8 mil so it's it's it is way surpassed is way surpassed uh uh what WWE network has it's crazy so you know sorry stephanie Gotta go to Disney World to and ride a roller coaster to be on top of you know to surpass Disney, but eh, it is what it is. 
Let's see. Disney has signed, and continuing, Disney has signed up to more than half of those projected numbers in 24 hours. That might lead people to question why the Disney is poised to be more successful than other streaming competitors, including Netflix. But that's that's not quite fair. Of course, to to compare, and, and they, they just took the words out of my mouth, it's hard to compare uh, Netflix's launch with Disney Plus's launch because Disney, especially with, especially with a lot of these companies, they will perfect uh, things that other companies have done. Like Netflix was revolutionary at the time. They took, you know, a service where you can rent out DVDs, you know, ship them to streaming. And now they have a wide variety of shows and they have their own original content, own original series. So that's that's pretty dope in its own right. But that was years of, of trial and error, trial and error. You know, getting getting a lot of subscribers now with at the times are people are essentially like, hey, like Disney Plus they got all the all the Marvel MCU movies they have all the uh, Disney shows are on, on the Disney Channel. All the movies, like, who wouldn't want that? You know, access to all that content, and this will make Disney even more money than what they're already making now. So it's like it's another successful venture, and they they got a gauge in the market. And it wasn't. It's not all perfect because there was a lot of issues. Uh, with of course, there's going to be a lot of issues on on launch. Um, also, there was there was this uh, controversy with uh, the aspect ratio for the Simpsons being changed, and a lot of things. It just uh, warnings, you know, discretions. Oh, we gotta we gotta be careful. Uh, you know, just essentially let people know all oh, like this is uh, this some of this content may have subject matters or content that that is not from this time. So basically, you know, Snowflake, SJ, SJW pandering alike. But you know, besides all that, it's a it's a a, a wide success, and I'm happy. And this will hopefully put this will hopefully put uh, uh, Netflix on, on you know on the hot seat now because you know for six ninety nine I believe let's check that right now let's check that right right now it's six ninety nine a month. And you get a, a week trial, you get seven a seven day free trial, uh, no tears, no char- up charges, and then for twelve ninety nine, which that's what you get with uh, the basic tier for Netflix. They have to pay for Netflix, I believe. Twelve ninety nine, or could be more, could be less. And you get Hulu, but with ads. You get Disney Plus, and you get ESPN Plus, and. And you can also add more, like, uh, it's, it's, it's insane. Like, for $7, you're 
you get such a value. And this gonna force this is definitely gonna force uh uh Netflix to up their game and to provide more uh you know, just you know, provide more of incentive for people to watch their you know, their streaming service. So it's it's very interesting. Is this is much more interesting I'm sorry to say than the so called wrestling boom that's going on. But we'll 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 talk. We'll definitely talk about that. Uh after after this recording this this is not our it's not the wrestling portion but it's crazy like just looking at this like wow like they they got it they got the formula and just took other companies getting their putting their their feet into the fire going through the grind and here comes disney they got star wars they got the disney movies they got pixar they got Hulu, they got ESPN, they got uh, say Star Wars, uh, Nat Geo, National Geographic. It's it's a perfect combination. It's a perfect blend of content, and it's you have a lot of shows here that I, I know I grew up watching. A lot of movies I grew up watching. So it is a definite treat for people, and I'm I'm probably gonna get it, but not now. Like I'm not 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 in a rush. No, no rush, but I will definitely get it in the future. There's so much, so much uh, streaming services I'm subscribed to. It's it's crazy how much money is going to just streaming services alone. Like WTF? What the fuck? So let us go to the next agenda. So the Joker. I finally get to. I finally saw uh, the Joker movie. Uh, I believe a week ago. Wow. Uh, I can actually say you know just from getting the spoilers and just hearing people talk about it because I don't care about being spoiled. I really don't like. I watch it when I watch it. But with all the all the controversy that was surrounding it, I knew that it was going to be good. And if you know the SJWs are are crying about it, they complain about it, and the media is trying to attack and destroy it, you know that this movie discerned right, and it did, and it surpassed one billion. So this is the first rated R movie ever to hit one billion dollars as of November 15th basically basically a week uh, one week ago today it has hit one billion dollars at the global box office so let's see Joker has a new domestic total of 316.692 million and the global cum around 998 million so that is crazy they they, they got that billion they got that billion and it's definitely has 
you know, has a makings of a sequel if it made that much money, the movie's that successful, and it was a good movie, and it tackled a lot of issues that people don't want to talk about with uh, just with the world and how cruel it is and how your actions can can drive a person to madness. You just have bad days after bad days. And it's just a, a snowball finding out, you know, how, you know, how the movie, you know, as the movie progressed, you found out that he was lied to. There are people on this corner that weren't really in this corner. And he's just descending to madness. And you can see it like every, in every scene you, you saw him just descend just even deeper and deeper into madness. It's insane. And that's why the movie does so well because it, it, it hit home. It's not a comic book movie. People were spoiled because we have the MCU. We have the you know, DC expanded universe. So we're we're used to a lot of, you know, superhero comic book movies. But once in a while it's it's refreshing to have something like this. Something that's entertaining, but it's also it hits home and it's quite disturbing at the same time. But it's disturbing in a way that makes you think. You know, it it that's that word. It's uh it's thought provoking. And hey, whatever movie pisses off the SJWs, I'm all for it. This movie was great. It deserved grossing over a billion dollars worldwide and it deserves a sequel. And I believe it will begin the sequel. Uh most definitely since it, it made so much money. And you know, shout out to uh you know, Todd Phillips, you know, great mind, you know, great mind. And let's see, we're going to go in these top stories here for a little bit. Let's see here. Uh, damn ad block. Ad block is, is the double. It is Satan. It is the, the grand wizard of the internet. But essentially, uh, with the success, this wildly successful film is going to get a sequel. And shout out to Tom, uh, Todd Phillips. Shout outs to, uh, John, uh, oh my God, I cannot pronounce his name also. Uh, why, John Phoenix? Oh my God, I, I was able to pronounce his name so well. But now I can't. But shout outs to uh, to the actor. Shout outs to Mr. Phoenix. I'm just calling Mr. Phoenix from now on. Uh, I'll take that L gracefully. But shout outs to Mr. Phoenix. Shout outs to, to him, you know, uh, just getting immersed in the role so well. Shout outs to, you know, Robert De Niro uh, for being a prick in the film. You know, shout outs to Todd Phillips. You know, great mind. I, I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. And. You know, I cannot wait for the sequel and more origin stories. And, and this means that the the DC 
we'll be getting more DC origin movies and and you know because the, the uh, DC they need to get their shit together. There's so many reboots, so many so many setbacks. Like they have to. 2020 has to be the year of 2020 beyond has to be uh, the where you see Marvel and it's going towards the the SJW route, the woke route. So DC has to be that counterculture has to be okay. Well, Disney and Marvel with the MCU is going to be more uh, kid friendly. It's going to be with, with kitty gloves. Then we, DC Comics, we're going to go. We're going to go in a different direction. We're going to do the opposite. We're going to. We're going to. It's going to be all uh, violent. It's going to be raunchy. It's going to be. Uh, edgy in a good way there is a such thing as being edgy and being cringe at the same time you know trying too hard you know try hard essentially so if DC gets to act together and they keep doing these type of films we will have something to look forward to in the comic book world and yeah this is not a comic book film but still it's it's needed. It's definitely needed. Okay. So now from that Sonic. We gotta talk about Sonic. It's I've been wanting to talk about this forever and they it's it's surprising when uh you know when Hollywood actually listens. Because in this day and age, it seems like Hollywood is doing everything to not only destroy a lot of franchises and pander to people that will will not even watch the film or watch the content that they're creating. It's just to to pander pander to the wrong group of people. Because when you try to please everyone, you end up pleasing nobody. So at least in this case. There was an outcry, there was an uproar with the design of the Sonic movie. Uh, with with uh, with Sonic in the Sonic movie. And they say, hey, we heard you. We heard you loud and clear. We're going to go back and fix this. And lo and behold, they released uh, the new trailer for the Sonic movie. And he actually looks like better. He looks much better. And I wish that they would have just done this from the jump because the, the, the gremlin, the humanoid, realistic teeth, it, it looked it looked off. And I don't know who signed off on that, but just the fact that they, they thought that, oh, we're just going to, you know, do this and no one be the wiser. It was kind of narrow-mindedness. At least they listened and said, hey, we, we, you know, we fucked up, so we got to go back and do this. And uh, sources say, there were rumors saying, oh, this probably costs like a mil. This costs like, like maybe a hundred mil, but no, it ended up costing, five, I believe, five million dollars. It ended up costing uh, five million uh, to do, you know, to do the redesign because they were, they weren't actually finished with the foam. 
you know, obviously they a lot of the stuff that you saw of Sonic that they have done was in the first trailer initially. There wasn't anything new. So they went back, uh, they redid everything and yeah, this is what we got. I'm I'm happy. I'm really happy. So Kotaku.com uh, movie Sonic is back after dying early this year so that we could be safe from his own sinful uh, uh, vintage. Uh, Sonic has been reborn as a cute, cutesy bl- bl- uh, blue baby child who will not spit out a, a mouthful of human teeth if you uh, reflexively punched him while recoiling in terror at the thought of how he used to look. I think he looks good in other words, or at least possible in the end that seems to agree. That moment, that moment, the moment that today the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie trailer debuted, the internet fired up in its reaction engines with fastness. People uh, produced commentary, jokes, heartfelt outpours of emotion. Of course, conspiracy theories behold. And there's a bunch of photos, like just looking, looking at the original design. It just looks like, you know, when you go to you go in Halloween Pass, but when you guys ever went to like a, a party city or you went to Walmart and you went to the Halloween section for the costumes, the original Sonic looks like, uh, the, you know, the original Sonic design. It look, it looks like one of those. Fifty, sixty dollar costumes, you know, with, with just the, the legs. Like the legs look so. It looked like it was someone in a suit. That's why it looked. It didn't look right. It looked so. It looked so off. And he looked. He, the the sound. The, the old sonic design looked like it was someone in a suit. That's why it looks so so off-putting. But with the new sound design, it looks more the original. It looks like old-school Sonic. He looks more uh, cute. He he's adorable. He's definitely adorable. I'm not gonna lie. And he's he doesn't have the realistic teeth. It, that was so that was so cringe, so scary. And there was a lot of uh, uh, a lot of. Um, Little Easter eggs, like with the uh, the headband, it had the original Sonic the Hedgehog logo on the headband. Uh, the Flash comics was written in the Flash comics, so that, I guess that's canon now. <laughs> and maybe we'll get like a, a, a Sega Nintendo universe, you know, video game universe, maybe. That would be cool. That would be pretty cool, I, I hope, because that looks so cool. But, man, just looking at at you know, side to side, looking at the trailer side to side, looking at the photo side to side, it, it is, it is night and day. It is so night and day. I'm I'm glad that they went back and and uh, redid this. I'm really glad because it shows that hey, sometimes Hollywood does care. And they and yeah they they took a you know they took a five million L in the face for having to redo everything, but that means that more people watch. I'm definitely gonna watch it. Me and the crew, uh, Ron himself, Agent Neil, and uh, Silly Uni, we're all gonna go and watch the movie on opening night. It's on Valentine's Day, 
you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe I have a bring a date. Maybe I don't know, but for for sure, I'm gonna go and watch the movie for sure. You know it <laughs> because we 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 didn't like it. We didn't we didn't like how this, uh, the design for Sonic looked initially. You know, the Halloween costume at at a Walmart or Party City. We didn't like that, so we actually got a, a, a better cosplay, essentially. A better cosplay. And now that they delivered on this, we had to reciprocate. Like, hey, hey, we, we asked for this. We got it. So the least we can do is support. And I'm definitely going to support this phone. I will most definitely watch this on release. We're going to have a couple of corn dogs. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have a good time watching this movie, probably watch it a second and third time because it's something from our childhoods and we want our childhoods to be, to be in a good light, not just, Oh, just throw whatever you want Hollywood because you, you know, you want to, you want a cash grab. And we, <laughs> we talked about cash grabs before look at Terminator woke fate. That movie bombs so bad. And I'm going to say this, before uh, uh, before uh, going to the next and last topic, I watched the behind the scenes of the making of T2 Judgment Day. And, and because of that, I'm going to buy the, the T2 uh, Blu-ray. Because seeing that, seeing that video was like an hour, around an hour and change long, and then the movie's almost three hours. So it's like, you get that, you get all the behind the scenes stuff. So it's just worth buying that film, buying T2, and not watching Dark Fate or Woke Fate, but watching that, uh, those behind the scenes and just the passion that they had and the process of, uh, of you know, the makeup and, you know, for, you know, for Arnold and, and all the props and, and the CGI and, and everything for, uh, for, the T-1000 and just the amount of passion that James Cameron had and, and the cast, you know, uh, Arnold and Linda and, uh, Robert and, and, um, uh, Edward. And this, it's crazy. And now it's just like no passion. No, just like whatever, just going through the motions, whatever. And it's going to go through this and I paid it. It's crazy. And it, it it got me. I was really happy seeing that behind the scenes because the movie was made in nineteen ninety, out the year I was born, and just seeing how we're we're in twenty nineteen and just just how bad the movie is, and that's an example of Hollywood not listening, of being woke, and that's why Tim Miller's career is done. Like, I don't wish it will on people, but if they do a shitty job, they deserve to get the boot, and he's going to get the boot. So, this is an example of, with the Sonic movie, this is an example of when Hollywood listens. They listen to their fans, they go back in the drawing, to the drawing board, and they, they get it right, and they got it right, and the least we can do is support. Like I was saying about the G4 documentary, you got to put your money where your mouth is. 
So they deliver. Now we got to put our money where our mouths are with this. And we are. I know I am. I know friends of mine are. Are you? And hopefully, you know, if, you, if you're a fan of Sonic, definitely go ahead. Definitely watch um, watch this one when it comes out. And, you know, hey, maybe maybe we'll have uh, for uh, for Halloween in 2020, we'll have the the uh, the the first draft Sonic design as a Halloween costume or or a uh, a cosplay because I cannot wait. But I want to give a shout out to the person that designed us. That that the, the the design. Let's see. Let's see. He was uh, the person that the person that did the the you know the sonic rework was oh man I had it right one second for sure but I want to give the person a shout out and yeah see I'm looking at a, a link here Sonic Redesign reportedly cost Paramount 5 million dollars so people saying oh it costs a hundred and so million nah, like it's still that's a that's a big number but it's going to pay dividends when the movie comes out in February but I want to I want to give a shout out I definitely want to give a shout out to to the person that redesigned, you know, that did the redesign and and everyone in Paramount because they did a good job. They they listened. They they went back to the drawing board, and now what we can do is support this phone. You know, at, at least if you're not going to go, if you can't see it, you know, spread the word. And yeah, like just you know, we gonna go and see it when it comes out. Go and see it. Have, have a chili dog. I'm definitely gonna go and see it because it, it is, it is something that that we we have to support. Like if you're a fan of Sonic, so I, I cannot wait. So yeah, guys, like watch the trailer if you haven't, but most of y'all probably did. Uh, for sure, check out, uh, check out the trailer. And just compare, like it's night and day. Just compare the old, the old Sonic design with the rework. It's, it is going to blow your mind, guys. So, let's see what we have on the itinerary here. Hmm. Oh, well, I guess, I guess that's, that's it. I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess that's it. Yep. So we can most likely, you know, call it a night. I want to thank you guys for listening all the way to the end. 
me ramble on about things I enjoy and ranting and raving, of course, but I appreciate you guys. If you like what you heard, please consider following me on Twitter at Room Prime TV, Instagram at Room Prime TV, even though I'm not active on there as much as I should be. But, you know, follow me there anyways. Uh, same deal with my, my Facebook at Ruben Prime TV Podcast. I'm on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn Radio. And I'm going to be on um, on a few other sites soon. Uh, just getting everything uh, ironed out. But you can find me if you have iPhones, you know, iTunes. If you if you don't, listen to me on Spotify. Listen to me on Google Play Podcasts for sure. SoundCloud if, you know, you like some, some nice uh, indie music because they, that's, I love SoundCloud for that. So if you, if you happen to be on SoundCloud just listening to, uh, you know, not only tell the podcast, but music, a lot of nice instrumentals and beats, definitely check out my podcast. Check out the Room Prime TV podcast. And also check out uh, FMB, the Film Boys podcast. Definitely check them out. So that being said, I have rambled long enough. My throat is uh, extremely parched. So I'm going to end this with saying... Uh, enjoy your weekend, guys. Don't uh, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Don't argue about petty things in, in, in your vehicle with your friends. And have fun, but be safe. And enjoy your weekend. And I bid you a farewell and adieu. Peace. <laughs>